0: Everyone, welcome to Shift Meditations. It's Jessie Cates, mindfulness meditation teacher, and the owner of Shift Yoga Studio, a really sweet little self care yoga studio focusing on the practices of yoga and meditation for mind, body, and soul well being. And it's out of this studio that this podcast was born to serve our community in a larger way and provide the teachings of mindfulness practice and meditation shared together for free in community. Today, I've got a great story for you that comes out of an experience I had this weekend hiking with my family in the Sugarloaf Mountains here in Maryland. So I'm going to invite you to snuggle up into a comfortable position. I look forward to guiding you today. And as always, I greet you on this day from a place of immense love and gratitude, grateful for your presence, the ability to continue to serve and support you with these practices. And we're settling into a comfortable position. And if you'd like, you're welcome to soften your gaze or close your eyes. We begin on this day, as we do sometimes, with a story. And that story will influence our meditation practice for today and give us some context to practice within. And this story comes from the top of a mountain in Frederick, Maryland called Sugar Loaf. My family and I went on a hike this past weekend. It's something we do frequently, and it's one of the places that we get the best like learning stories for our own life that I then pass on and share to you. And so this hiking trip to Sugarloaf Mountain, is of no exception, it was a wonderful and challenging experience that led to great insights, as many of our moments do. So we go to hike Sugarloaf Mountain, and it was the first time we had hiked this particular mountain. When you arrive at the entrance, there is a map, as there often are on trails. My husband is a lover of having the map, so he gets the map. And the map designates the different trails that you could hike around the mountain. It designates them by colors. And if you've ever hiked before, you know then when you walk around the hike, on the tree is painted little squares to show you you're on the right path so that you can continue to walk around the mountain. So based on the information that Sugarloaf Mountain provided, we chose the White Trail, which said it was a two and a half mile loop around the summit of the mountain. We thought, sweet, we do two and a half miles all the time. That sounds perfect. We can handle that. Sounds like a lovely morning hike. So we packed in our bags just the right amount of snacks that we would need. We filled our water bottles. We were ready to roll and we began to set off on our hiking adventure. Now, I don't know if you have a sense in your own body of how long something is, but you can kind of tell when you've been walking or hiking, especially if you're familiar with a certain distance, you can kind of feel, all right, this is about the tail end. We should be about at the parking lot. And so we hike with my daughter Addison, who's 12. And as you may know from prior stories, she is the great teacher of many of our lessons. So somewhere around what felt like, you know, it should be the time that the hike was over, she started to complain as a 12-year-old who's been hiking in the heat in the mountains often would do. And we've learned from past experiences, whenever she begins to complain, it's the perfect opportunity to pull over and refuel with a snack. So around her first moment of complaint, we pulled off to the side, we refueled with some snacks, we continued hiking. There hit another point in the hike where she started to complain again, and this time amplified. And it was starting to gnaw on our patients as parents. But we too felt on the inside like, hmm, you know, she's got something to this complaining. Like this really feels like it should be about over. I looked at the fitness tracker on my watch and we had been hiking for over an hour. And I was like, okay, something's not right here. And we had had this particular notion in our mind that we were going to hike two and a half miles. Well, long story short, the map was incorrect. And the my, the two and a half mile loop around the summit of the mountain ended up being pretty much a seven mile loop around the entire effing mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yes, totally. So you can imagine the level of frustration from my daughter, Addison, who's only 12 and gassed out pretty quick. We had used all our stores, all our snacks, all our water, all of our patience, all of our energy. And we struggled towards the tail end to like keep it together as a family because we were in essence feeling lost in the woods, like the parking lot was never going to show up again. Eventually, after almost three hours, it did. We made it. We found our way back, and then we, you know, journeyed back home. Later on in the evening, I was talking to Addison, and I was explaining to her, you know, babe, that hike felt great. It was a beautiful hike, and we're all experienced hikers in the family, so it wasn't hard physically. The reason that today was hard for us, it was hard for us mentally. And so what we take forward from this hiking story to bring into our practice today is the idea that we learn about through mindfulness about how our expectations lead us oftentimes to suffering and disconnect us from actually being in the present moment. So if you haven't already, let's settle into a comfortable position, softening your eyes and bringing an awareness to the feeling of air as it flows in through your nose and back out again. So I am sure certain 100% that you too have been through an experience in your life of any variety where you walked into that experience with predetermined expectations of a couple of bullet points of how the experience was going to go. And I'm sure 100% that you've had experiences where nothing went according to What you walked in expecting. In fact, I would gather that this happens frequently. I know it does for me. And so through our practice of meditation today, we look at our expectations. How they can become roadblocks to being present fully. So feel the movement of air coming in through the nose and back out, and invite your body to soften, your shoulders to drop down away from your ears, your belly to loosen some of its grip, your jaw to soften, and your face to gently settle. And as we arrive together in this moment of meditation, it's common that we might have a little bit of an expectation around how this is going to go. We often sit in meditation and hold an expectation that our mind is supposed to be quiet only to sit and breathe and find that our mind actually seems busier than ever before, bouncing around from thought to thought, sound to sound, and all the items on your to-do list. And then because you expected your mind to be quiet, you sit here in meditation and you suffer with what is. You suffer with a busy mind when you could be liberated and the only thing getting in the way of your state of suffering versus the state of freedom is you're holding tight to your expectation. So whatever it is you bring to meditation, if you're bringing the thought that this is supposed to be a perfect moment, everything quiet and wonderful and your mind, easy. I want you to see if you can lay down those expectations like you're putting down pieces of luggage. Connect again to your breath. And just sit right here for a little bit of time together, just witnessing the flow of our breath. And when we have a moment where something might bubble up, common things that happen in meditation, little achy things we feel in our body, Feelings of boredom, feelings of restlessness. When these things arise, we're going to witness them. Hello, restlessness. Hello, busy mind. Hello, boredom. And we're going to continue to breathe and watch the waves of experience move as we try to let go of our expectation that this moment is supposed to be anything different than it actually is. Invite your mind to settle back on the experience of breathing. Back into this moment as you re-soften your body. Readjust your posture so that you come back into a felt sense of openness in your body. Being open to receive this present moment exactly as it is. As we hiked to that Sugarloaf Mountain, it was an absolutely beautiful trail deep into the mountains, so you were deeply surrounded by woods everywhere you looked. It had beautiful changes of elevation, highs and lows, wonderful moments of rock scrambles, beautiful places where the paths were wide versus little narrow crevasses. It was absolutely wonderful. And for the first two and a half miles, my family was present, and we enjoyed that hike. But then the moment our expectations showed up, and the hike got longer than we expected, we were completely disconnected from presence. We missed the whole back half of the hike in terms of being present to it because we spent that whole time breaking down, complaining, trying to keep Addison from falling apart, trying to pep talk each other to stay with it. And so our expectations disconnected us from presence, as they often will do time and time again. And so in our meditation practice, meeting our expectations of our mind being still, of things cooperating in our body, only to feel things slightly different from what we expect. We get this opportunity to practice holding this moment exactly as it is to not allow our expectations to get their hooks into us in such a way that it distracts us from our ability to be fully present to this life as it unfolds. Beginning to invite your body to gently soften its meditative shape. And to take a moment as you maybe open your eyes again and begin to just gently take your gaze around the room that you're in. Allow yourself to notice things like texture, color, light. The gift of our practice is it teaches us truly to be here, right here, right now. And it gives us a sense of like wisdom that we know the secret that this here is not going to unfold the way our mind always wants it to. It's going to unfold the way it's going to unfold. There's going to be peaks and valleys. There's going to be times where the hike is longer. I mean, when you think about this story today, as you soften your body, there are many ways in which you can relate. Went Many ways in which you have had very similar experiences that may or may not have been on a mountain. And if you think about COVID and the past two years as a whole, many of us have struggled, suffered. And if you can remember all the way back to that first announcement of lockdowns in March of 2020, do you remember that they said when they first closed schools and they first shut down the government and they first said, we're closing these categories of businesses, they said two weeks. They said, we're going to do this and we're going to revisit on this date in two weeks. And all of us locked that into our expectations. So then as all the rest of this COVID nonsense has unfolded, We have struggled in many, many ways, probably unbeknownst to us, that the root of that struggle and that suffering is that we had the expectation that this would be over in two weeks. And then the trail keeps going and the hike keeps getting harder and the parking lot is nowhere to be found. And we are struggling because we expected it to be over two years ago. And so our expectations are the places to lean into to really find the ability to be present with what is, to be right here. And the fact that this hike is taking forever to end and that that's okay. And how can our own inner resolve carry us through this present moment? Because we're missing the trees and the rocks and the beauty by being tangled up in what we were expecting. So may this wisdom carry you through this day which is going to unfold however it's going to unfold. And there might be moments for you to take your meditation off of your cushion and out into your life today to see how your expectations show up pretty darn often and how they oftentimes are like a veil that gets in the way of you seeing clearly. So may you take this wisdom from your meditation practice forward into your day, forward into your next adventure, forward into this continual covid fatigue that we're all experiencing and may you find freedom right as you are right with what is let's formally close by bringing our hands together palm against palm and resting that at the center of our chest to give a bow first to our own self to lower our head down towards our fingertips to acknowledge that we are doing the absolute best we can to navigate this mountain meeting our expectations, and taking one step at a time, navigating things with grace and ease and peace. Then lifting your head to give a bow to the screen to acknowledge each of us here meditating together in this wonderful community at which we are a part of, supporting us every step of the way. Thanks for being here with me today. Love to each of you. Ah. It does not get much better than that, my friends, unearthing the wisdom to help us navigate our expectations as we walk our path, as we hike these mountains in our life. I wish you such immense peace on this day. I am so deeply grateful for you and your presence in this community and your continued support of this podcast and your listens and your follows. I am grateful for you. If you ever want to join us live for these meditations, anytime we do a podcast, I invite the community to join me live on Zoom while I record. So it's every Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Super easy to sign up for on our website, which is shiftyogastudio.com. You would navigate to the Schedule tab, find a Wednesday that works for you, and click the book next to the free community meditation class. And then you'll pop up in the Zoom room, and it will be great to see you and support you live and in person in addition to digitally in these podcast episodes. I look forward to serving you in the next episode. May your day unfold however it will And may you navigate your expectations with grace, love and blessings to each one of you. May you be well. Take care, everyone.